You should just listen to me because people have always said, will there be college pickleball? Will there not be? What will there be? I just played a college sport and I'm intimately aware of Title IX and how these things work. And I think that pretty soon there can be women's college pickleball, but will there be men's college pickleball in the next decade? The answer is definitively no. All right, so if you're the best athlete in the Ignatowicz family, Tell us, tell us a little bit about your your background um, as a as an athlete. I played college tennis at Davidson College, um, and I played competitive junior tennis USTA for my whole life almost. Um, and that's about my background as an athlete. That's it. This is this is the James Ignat. I brought you on my podcast. <laughs> we need better explanation than that. I mean, this is this. Is, I want the best that you can offer me right now. Okay, so when I was twelve years old, living in Darien, Connecticut, my parents realized that I was a prodigy, basically, and they said, "Let's drop everything, move to Florida." and get this girl playing full-time in a tennis academy. So that's exactly what they did. They moved me down to Florida. Just you? Uh, no, they tagged along obviously, and they brought their son for some reason. Uh, he played a little too, I think. I don't really know his background or whatever. But, um, and then, yeah, they I traveled for it. I was pretty okay, I was pretty good solid recruit division one recruit mm -hmm. and that's my background and now i'm the best pickleball player in the family mm -hmm. no i i agree i think um well you're definitely better than than dad um so for those of you who don't know our dad is a 3-0 player on his best day and he's been playing every day for I don't know, he's playing a long time. He uses the wrong grip. So he uses a Callan Dawson style grip because that's what he played ping pong with. He never, our dad never played tennis, never played any racket sports, but he played ping pong at a decent level. He was around, he was competitive with me when I was nine to 10 years old on the ping pong table. And now he uses that same ping pong grip on the pickleball court. And his favorite player is Callan Dawson. And it's not working out for him. He loves Callan Dawson. He's thinking actually of going to San Diego over the summer just to be closer to Callan Dawson. No, he's not. No. Yeah, he is. That's not true. He might want Yeah, to. apparently Callan Dawson's family has a pickleball academy or something going on. Well, they do? That according to dad, and he wants to put Jojo and Nico into it so that we can all learn how to play with ping pong grips. Oh, he does it. I think maybe he maybe he wants to learn from Callan how to use that grip properly. Um, anyway, the guy has got a long way to go in this pickleball game, and you are definitely, yeah, definitely farther along than he is. So, what's your what's your uh, your training schedule like? Because you tell people you train with me all the time, which is true. Oh, you know that. Okay, yeah, I know we train all the time. Every day for hours. Totally, totally, no, totally true. 
Yeah, you're my go-to person to say when people say, who do you train with? I just say James because it makes me sound cool, I guess. Yeah, no, we've trained. We've trained, but when we train, you like to play lefty and beat me. Yeah. That's what I like to do. So my training schedule... So I go to school at University of Miami, um, and I have class four days a week. I don't have classes on Fridays, so I'm in Miami four days a week. And when I'm here, I don't have class before 2 p.m., so I'll do fitness in the morning, and I'll train, and I'll drill in the morning. And then sometimes at night after class, I'll go to this place called Tropical Park, and I'll play rec games, and they have a challenge court, and it's really fun because I'll go to the challenge court and I'll play against local 4045 men and I'll often lose yeah. and just keep trying. Um, and it's fun because um, it's really humbling, similar to Delray Tennis Center, but the competition is worse. Um, and then when I go home, I'll train as much as like five hours a day. Really? Yeah. With Ridley? I'll train like five hours a day with Ridley, Ryan Fu, Krista. Mm, she's she's good. Dad, Nico. Okay. And I'll do fitness. I do fitness every day. That's very important to me. Wow. I didn't know that you were doing fitness. Every day. Okay. So I was told, look, honestly, I brought you on because I was told you had questions for me. What are the questions? Because I, this is my, I want to talk. I, I mean, this is my show. I'm not interested because I already know you. you. Not that well, though. Oh, I know you pretty well. <laughs> I want to know. So now it's my turn. What are, what are your questions for me? My Uber Eats is, uh, we got eight minutes on the Uber Eats. Okay. What are your All questions? Right, so pickleball is hard. It's very hard mm -hmm. for me. So something that really interests me that I struggle with is the mental aspect of the sport. Mm -hmm. So I get tight a lot. I get anxious a lot, especially in singles. Um, if you look at my past results on Duper, you'll notice that I haven't won a lot of third sets. I get nervous. Um, and I was wondering, what do you do for mental training so that on court you stay focused and you stay locked in? That's such a great question. Wow. I thought you were going to make fun of me or something. Maybe that's the next question. Um, so for me, my mental training is just that I don't think anything. So I try to have periods during the day where I will meditate for a really long time. And usually that just means that thoughts will come to my mind and then I will just let them go. So, cause you don't, you know, when you're thinking, it's not like, or when you're thinking on court too much or you're getting nervous, it's not like you are trying to think and you're like, let me think some anxious thoughts. It's not what's going on. The anxious thoughts are just, pulling up and just showing up and annoying you. So I try to meditate for a pretty good amount of time per day. 
and have the thoughts show up and then just let them go. I focus on something else that's in the present moment. So maybe it's my breathing, maybe it's the sound of the AC, something like that. And that helps a lot. The other thing that I do is some focus meditation. So I will pick a dot on a wall or some sort of like really small point on a wall or something, something there, maybe even just like, you know, these AirPods or something, and I'll just stare at them and I'll stare at it for minutes at a time. And you can go and try to do that at home. I think it actually helps train your brain to stay in the present moment when you're in like a long dinking rally or something like that, because a lot of times when you are in a long dinking rally, the reason you miss or pop up a dink is because you start thinking and some or something takes you out of your focus. And at the pro level, dinking rallies can last for minutes at a time. So it's I think that's something that helps also. And I think at this point, I've gotten good at not thinking anything and just really kind of just being in the present moment. And I think that the more I move my feet, the less I think. So if I do start to think, I'll move my feet a little more and just really try to try to keep myself in the present because if you are thinking a lot and then you move your feet a lot, you'll find it's tough to think while you're bouncing up and down. Like if you wanna, you're in school, if you wanna study while bouncing up and down, good luck. So that would be my advice. Okay, and then my next question is, do you have a pre-match routine and do you have routines that you do in between points? Like if you notice, I think Anna will sometimes touch the fence in between points or Georgia Johnson, I've noticed will touch the fence a lot in between points, even at paddle tap, she'll do it. Um, do you have something like that? Yeah. I mean, I'll just pre-match. I'll just meditate and I have a checklist for everything. So I have my checklist of making sure I'm good on, you know, any any supplements I might need to take, or any sort of food, make sure I've eaten, make sure that I uh, have some caffeine in me, just a checklist to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. And then that gives me peace of mind to know that my body's going to be fine. And then I will, in between points, sometimes I'll, I don't really have a routine in between points, I'll just bounce. That's it. Now that brings me to my next question. Um, did you have pre-match routines and in-between point routines when you were a high-level tennis player? No, in tennis, I had nothing. I was a mess. And <laughs> the reason that I was like high-level in tennis is just because I had, I, I think I had like, you know, I was pretty talented. Um, I didn't get that good. I mean, I didn't even start. You, you played down your tennis career a lot and you act like you weren't an amazing ridiculously talented tennis player people in pickleball think that you weren't a good tennis player you were amazing oh no you were a blue chip at one point weren't you like top five in the country um yeah i was top five in the country on tennis recruiting and like um when i was like 15 16 i think that was my prime uh, when I was 16 and I also got ATP points and doubles when I was 16 yeah. playing at a really high level. And that was the best I ever played. It was just downhill from there. I started to find fun and amusement in other things that weren't tennis. And I kind of went off the rails. Um, 
so no, my tennis career, I didn't live up to my full expectations and my full talent, my tennis career at all, mainly because I was too busy getting distracted by things that at the time I frankly thought were significantly more fun and they probably were. That's it. No more questions. No, I have more. <laughs> yeah, the podcast. People are watching. I'm sorry. It's weird because like, I know you so well. So I feel like we're just having a conversation. So I'm forgetting that it's a podcast, but yeah. So I hope people at home understand because sometimes on my podcast, people don't look at some of them. Some of my fans are a little older um, and they don't really sometimes understand humor. So I just want them to understand that we are, me and Ava are cool. This is just friendly banter. Okay. We're fine. So if we make fun of each other, everything's fine. Because I, I was making fun of Anna a little on my last podcast, and I had like four different comments saying like, you should respect Anna. You don't know what you have in Anna. Like, you're such a horrible person or something like that. It's like, geez, like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. So I'm <laughs> very happy to have a Ava on the podcast. Okay, I was just joking in the beginning. Again, you're welcome. I know this is big for you. My next question. Are you ever going to compete in singles again? Oh, no, maybe, wow. maybe. So the thing with singles for me is I carry a lot of weight around. Uh, I am 100, 195 pounds and I'm 6'3 and I'm just heavy. I'm just a heavy person. And if you look at, I've got dense bones. And if you look at the guys that are in the top 10 of singles, look, it's a good excuse. Okay, hear me out. You look at the guys in the top 10 and wait, my Uber Eats is here. Let me, uh, one sec. Hey, so sorry, little technical difficulty. I had to cut it out. Ava said something mean about Ben Johns. Um, can't have that on my podcast. So in the top 10, it is a lot of guys who are lighter than me and they're running around on the court and they really don't get hurt as much. And it's just singles is so physical. And the only issue with me playing singles is that I'm good at it. So I would play these long days. I would have four matches in a day, five matches in a day. And I already moved my feet so much that mixed doubles is pretty physical, but I'm fine. But singles is tough. And it's funny, you might notice I stopped playing singles when I started playing mixed doubles with Anna, because a lot of times on these singles days, I'd have a tough time sleeping because my adrenaline is so high when I play, I get so excited that I have a tough time sleeping the night after tournaments. And I think it becomes difficult for me. And I felt like I owed it to Anna to not play singles the day before. I thought that the best thing to do for Anna, since we had made the decision to play with each other, was that I sacrifice and say, hey, no more singles for me. I'm just going to focus on mixed, focus on men's doubles, and really be able to bring my best on Fridays. So here's my issue with this. Um, if you played singles, you would so be number one in the world at singles. Mm. I, don't, I don't actually think so. I mean, maybe. Don't be humble. You are literally like the best athlete in pickleball, the smartest person in pickleball. Oh, you're going to disagree with that? I'm disagreeing with both of those things. I'm and best, I'm not biased because I actually dislike you. 
I'm the best solo podcaster in pickleball. Because I might be one of the only ones. That's all. And I have the best girlfriend. That's it. But anyway, you can continue with your positive commentary. Well, the reason I ask is because people have been coming up to me and they're like asking me why you don't play singles anymore. Everywhere I go, people come up to me, fans of you, and they're like, how come James isn't playing singles anymore? And I don't know what to say because in my head, I'm like, he should be playing singles because he would be number one in the world and beat Ben Johns every time. I don't think that, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I know. I don't think, I mean, Ben is so. Because you beat me 11-0. Sure. And I'm sick. Lefty. I think if I played you lefty, I think, I think me lefty, I'm a top 10 female singles player. And that's just a fact. I mean, I, I got wins over. Anna, you, that's all I need. I lost to Georgia Johnson, but that was a bad day. Okay. So that's My next question. Another question. I have two more. Awesome. Fitness. What do you do for fitness? Oh, we already covered this on my last podcast. Next question. Diet. What do you do for diet? Good question. I, I'm one of those people where it's like, well, no, I'm not. But I like to talk about my diet because I'm so disciplined about it. And I go through so much pain. And nobody loves sugar more than me. I love sugar. And I just go through the pain of looking at a brownie. Because Anna loves sugar and she's actually eating the sugar. She's got cookies here sometimes and everything. And I look at it every day and I don't touch it. Ever. I don't eat any processed sugar. So I'm one of those people that loves to talk about it because it makes me feel validated. Because then other people are like, oh, you're so strong. You don't eat processed sugar. You don't eat white bread. (laughs) whatever and um yeah it makes me feel better about myself so yeah let's talk about it i eat spinach every day carrots every day i eat a lot of greens and a lot of healthy stuff Um, i'm a big believer in probiotics so kombucha uh things like that um i'll have green smoothies protein shakes and everything's clean i'm not doing any processed sugar i'm not doing a lot of sugar alcohol things like that. And then another part of my diet is that I don't drink any alcohol or do any nicotine, weed, nothing. I am the most clean person ever. And it always hasn't always been like that, uh, obviously. So, well, I guess it's not obvious to the viewers, but it's obvious to you. We won't get into why that is, but I am a very clean person now. And uh, I don't know if it's worth it, to be honest. No, I'm just kidding, guys. It is worth it. It's worth it. Sobriety is worth it. And it always is. Can I tell the viewers that sometimes you come into our house and steal the spinach and carrots out of the fridge? That is true. That is true. He'll just walk out with a bag of spinach. No dressing, no nothing. And he'll just be eating spinach out of the bag. He's so weird. You know, I've got issues. I've got serious issues. And I'm not going to solve them. So for those of you who aren't aware, which is everyone, because I didn't tell anybody this. Ava, who has been demanding to come on my podcast, has, has, I didn't have any questions for Ava, because I know it. So then any question that I would ask her is just a made up question. Like, you know, Ava, tell me about your older brother. Oh, me. 
that would be the one question I would ask. I would say, tell me about your biggest strength, which is your amazing ability to have this incredible older brother. That would be what I would ask. And that was funny, you know, because when me and Ava used to get in fights when we were young, because we're only a year and a half apart. I know I look a lot older because some of us, you know, think that she looks like she's 15, 16. I personally think 12, whatever the case may be. Um, I would get in fights with Ava because she would start them, obviously. And, um, yeah. you know, diplomatic guy, nice 12 year old James. And I would fight back because I thought it was fair. Our mom would say, you know what, James, say something nice. Or Ava, say something nice about James. And James say something, say something nice about Ava. Ava would go first. Ava would say, oh, James, you know what, fine. James, you're a great older brother. Or you're a great tennis player, whatever it might be. And then I would say, you know what, Ava? You have a great older brother. And that would be the nice thing that I would say. And uh, yeah, I've always been, I've always been that way. That's my nice, um, nice thing. But anyway, oh yeah. So this is what was going on. So I had no questions for Ava because I know everything about Ava. And she decides to say, you know what, James? No, you should still have me on your podcast. I will give you the questions. So I have all these questions that Ava has made me ask her. She, she sent me her own questions about herself. And they're, I mean, they're not even good. They're like, how do you balance school plus college plus pro pickleball? Go Ava, go you. It's <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick some of these that I like. Here's the last one, guys. And this isn't made up. Why are you so likable and funny? This is what Ava wants me to ask. And then the second one right here, do you consider, where did it go? Do you consider yourself the most athletic Ignatowicz? Yes, I do. Thank you for asking. I wasn't asking you. <laughs> These are insane. I mean, so I, I, I can't even begin. Um, okay, I'll ask you one of them. Uh, who is your favorite pickleball player to watch? And don't say your own highlights, because that's mine. My favorite pickleball player to watch is Anna Bright. Wow. Me too. Me too. Okay. My second favorite pickleball player to watch is Ben Johns. My third favorite is Colin Johns. That's my, my fourth favorite is JW Johnson. Okay. And you're probably wondering where am I on this list? Um, where am I or where are you? Where where are you on this list? You're no. um you're in the 30s for sure. So you're still high up there. I'd say you're right above Sam Query and right below okay. Julie okay. Johnson. Below Julie Johnson. Yeah. Wow. She really brings the intensity. She's fun to watch. Very positive. She moves her feet a lot too. I really like watching players who move their feet. And I'm 30? Yeah, you're pretty high. 
<laughs> I thought you froze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you're my favorite pickleball player yeah, to watch. Yeah, no, I'm not. We've got one more question. <laughs> um, what are you studying and what do you plan to do with your degree? I'm studying economics and I plan to be a pro pickleball player. Okay. I like that. That's what I did. Uh, do you think college pickleball will ever be a division one NCAA sport? Honestly, this is my honest opinion. I don't know. And I'd like to hear your opinion. So you asked yourself that question and that was your answer? Well, I had an answer for it, but then I told my answer to someone else and they said that was stupid. That so is, now I that's your answer? I don't know to okay. your own question? So, okay, so here's my answer. I think that it's possible, but it's not going to happen within the next 10 years. And it's also confusing because you know how MLP does it? MLP has two women, two men on a team, but college sports are always segregated by gender. Yeah, no, that's how it would be. I'll tell you how it's going to be. I'm the only person that has the right, like, and I don't, I don't usually say I'm right because I'm usually pretty. <laughs> yeah, he's lying. <laughs> no, but I mean, this is one thing. Every you should just listen to me because people have always said, "Will there be college pickleball? Will there not be? What will there be?" I just played a college sport, and I'm intimately aware of Title IX and how these things work, and I think that. Pretty soon, there can be women's college pickleball, but will there be men's college pickleball in the next decade? The answer is definitively no. There's way too many college scholarships for, well, I don't want to say too many because football deserves all the college scholarships they get. Football generates revenue, so does basketball. But there is college football, which is only for men, and they've got tons of scholarships and Women's sports, there needs to be, for example, at Vandy, there was women's um, bowling. Actually, Vandy won the Women's Bowling National Championship. And I don't think I'd ever met any of them. I think they were inside my entire four years. And they won. <laughs> they were the champs. And nobody knew. I only checked three days. I was like, oh, we won the championship. There's also women's, you know, there's a lot of different women's sports because they need to catch up with the amount of scholarships that are given for football. So it makes sense. So they create women's sports and there are way more women's sports where there is no male team than there are men's, which is, I mean, I'm not against title nine, but that's just the nature of the rule. And I think there will be women's college pickleball. Um, so that's it. Um, I don't have any more questions for you that I feel comfortable answering or asking you that you asked yourself here um uh, at least not yeah no not on the pod um <laughs> sick you're sick that's it <laughs>